0: Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club Podcast, the Book Club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez.
1: It's David Cox. And I'm Josh
0: Matheson. And this week we are looking at chapter 13 of Treasure Island, which is also the third section as well. Part Treasure three. Yeah. So part we three, are my shore the- adventure.
1: Yeah.
2: We're nicely through the book. We're into the sort. I think I feel like we're past the introductory chapters, and now we're into the the good old the ploppy plot
0: mm. part of it. I think that's what they call it. Yes,
1: the ploppy plot. Yeah, the, the ploppy, ploppy plot. plot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I heard ploppy. <laughs> that's what I said. Why is the plot ploppy? I don't know.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Because the plop's well, the most exciting bit. The plop. <laughs> Yeah, everyone loves the plop. <laughs> there, might be, there might
2: be a chapter about the, the long drop where they have to... They, the long drop! They, you know, they, they might mention... They've, they've been quite detailed so far about the, all the things going on. I presumably someone's going to have to dig a pit
0: for them to be able to the <laughs> toilet. Sure,
1: absolutely. In fact, if the word plop comes up in this book, David, you can have 50 bonus points. Not the 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 points mean anything because we don't even. I I, I can also
2: foresee another chapter if there's a long drop. It's another place for Jim to be able to hide so we can spy on them. (laughs) Ah,
0: gross!
1: Like that episode of Vicar Dibley where she jumps in the puddle. No, yeah, absolutely not. Plop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This week's chapter title is called "How My Shore Adventure Began." Now, those of you who were listening last week, we have left Jim now being some kind of little boy spy among the pirate ship. He's filled in the squire, the captain, and Dr. Livesey about what he overheard in the apple barrel. And they have now decided that it's too risky to out these men because right now it is 6 to 19 because they don't know who else has joined and who hasn't joined Long John. So they've now, at this point, I think, just decided just to carry on as if nothing's happening with the hope that maybe they might be able to distinguish who's who, and who's on their side before they make a move or defend. So it's a little bit of a cat and mouse thing now because you got well, they're not wanting to make a move. Long John's not wanting to make a move yet, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, well, who's going to make the first move? Is well, kind it's kind of what we're down to now. Move at a quicker
1: rate now that both both sides have got information, whereas before, of course, John wanted to leave it till they're on the way home yes but obviously they don't know that they know that they know that we know that they know that we know yeah so it's gonna become so a bit they of don't a bit know that
2: they know presume i don't know did i don't miss it i presume the plan is just probably just to
0: leave, either kill them or just leave them on the island maroon judging, judging from how they were talking about billy bones and how he used to always kill people and them saying that like dead people don't Cause trouble or whatever. I have a feeling they're going to kill people. Sleeping with the and, and, At least, yeah, like and, you know. Well, I'm saying say, Long John Silver seemed to very much have a personal vendetta against Trelawney in particular. Uh,
2: <laughs> I, well, well, I'm trying to think of a realise it. So the, the 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 mutiny on the Bounty uh, is the op- well, it's the opposite round. So they got mutineered and they like floated floated at sea for three weeks and landed on Samoa. The people on the ship went and moved to the windward islands or something like that. It's in the middle of the Pacific and their ancestors yeah. still live them now. And they're all like inbred
0: basically wow. fun. What a cool uh, story. Uh,
2: and you can get, yeah. Uh, what's the Island called? Uh, you're not going to, and if anyone wants to visit, you're not going to be able to, cause it's a nightmare to get to. I will find out and I will tell you a bit later. Okay. Maybe after the chapter.
0: So the ship found land last chapter as well. And I did. the captain was asking Long John how the best way to approach is, because Long John kind of outed himself as being somebody who had been there before. Suspicious. Knew all the and names. that the land and the big mountain in the middle was called the same thing as his pub. Suspicious. Suspicious. And so I have a feeling that this week we are going to actually dock on the island and finally set foot on Treasure Island. Adventure. On
1: the dock of the bay. <laughs> Here we go. Chapter 13 how my shore adventure began. The appearance of the island when I came on deck next morning was altogether changed. Although the breeze had now utterly ceased, we had made a great deal of way during the night, and were now lying becalmed about half a mile to the southeast of the low eastern coast. Grey-coloured woods covered a large part of the surface, this even tint was indeed broken up by streaks of yellow sand-break in the lower lands, and by many tall trees of the pine family, outtopping the others, some singly, some in clumps, but the general colouring was uniform and sad. The hills ran up clear above the vegetation in spires of naked rock. All were strangely shaped, and the spyglass, which was by three or four hundred feet the tallest on the island, was likewise the strangest in configuration, running up sheer from almost every side, and then suddenly cut off at the top, like a pedestal to put a statue on. The Hispaniola, Dos, tres, si de la cala señorita! was rolling scuppers under in the ocean swell. The booms were tearing at the blocks, the rudder was banging to and fro, and the whole ship creaking, groaning, and jumping like a manufactory. I had to cling tight to the backstay, and the world turned giddily before my eyes. For though I was a good enough sailor when there was way on, this standing still and being rolled about like a bottle was a thing I never learned to stand without a qualm or so, above all in the morning on an empty stomach. Perhaps it was this, perhaps it was the look of the island with its grey, melancholy woods and wild stone spires, and the surf that we could both see and hear foaming and thundering on the steep beach. At least although the sun shone bright and hot, and the shore birds were fishing and crying all around us, and you would have thought anyone would have been glad to get to land after being so long at sea. My heart sank, as the saying is, into my boots, and from the first look onward, I hated the very thought of Treasure Island. Oh,
0: so it's not really the island paradise we kind of were all picturing, really. Sounds I, horrible. I, was, I know, I was thinking like, you know, Bahamas. White sandy beaches. Beautiful white sand, really nice blue coconut, sea. Being able to see the fish. Yeah, blue exactly. Blue the way he's... Where on earth are they? Everything's grey and melancholy and stony Craig and horrible. Rocks. Like, yeah. I wonder if this person's actually ever been to the Caribbean or if he's just writing something for dramatic effect.
1: Well, the fact that it's pine trees as well, I don't think.
0: Yeah, but this is what I mean. I wonder if this author has actually travelled to the Caribbean before. I mean, we've only assumed that this is in the Caribbean. It may not be in the Caribbean.
1: They're, they're not, I'm, I'm south, sure it mentioned south, it. South by south Southwest. Course.
0: Uh, of
2: that, that course, if you go south by southwest yeah. from Bristol, you arrive somewhere in Central America, at least.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Perhaps it could be uh, a bit more in middle of the Atlantic or something.
1: Or maybe this hmm. is just because Jim knows now it's all kind of a horrible, mutinous affair. He's just seeing yeah. it through a different lens.
0: But this mm. is what I mean, I, I wasn't sure if it was just the author writing something for dramatic
1: effect rather than for geographic accuracy. Sure. We had a dreary morning's work before us, for there was no sign of any wind, and the boats had to be got out and manned, and the ship warped three or four miles round the corner of the island and up the narrow passage to the haven behind Skeleton Island. I volunteered for one of the boats, where I had, of course, no business. The heat was sweltering, and the men grumbled fiercely over their work. Anderson was in command of my boat, and instead of keeping the crew in order, he grumbled as loud as the worst. <laughs> it's
0: a sign of a good leader, there, isn't it? Yeah. Like somebody who's literally the biggest moaner of everybody.
1: I hate it. Have we given Joe Anderson a voice? I don't think we have. Think
2: so. Oh, we know what it is, don't we? Go on. What what is it? It's got to be Freddie Mercury, because from the from the picture.
1: Oh, I see. You did say the next pirate was going to be Freddie Mercury. How does I do that?
2: Well, we could we could give you a song to do, or every time he speaks, you can do it to the tune of a different Queen song.
0: Since it says "forever" in his first line, I feel like "Who Wants to Live Forever" should be the first. One. <laughs> okay,
1: great. In it's the in the same key forever. and the riff. I, I, I
0: mean the riff,
2: yeah, the riff on the sort of bridge.
1: All right, I will sing every line of uh, Joe Anderson, (laughs) hopefully it's very few, to the tune of a different Queen song. (laughs) Well, he said with an oath, (laughs) it's not forever. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it.
0: He's very dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) Treasure Island the musical. I am just like imagining him at the front of the ship doing this. Do you know what I mean? Like as he's going like towards the, the island. That's what he was doing in the <laughs> oh,
2: no, or doing or he's leaning out like um Kate Winslet.
0: Yeah. His is arms out. <laughs> and
2: his chip nickname is Stagy Jim or something like that. Stagey yeah, Jim. <laughs> that be Stagy Stan. There's not a stand <laughs> show he's not been to.
1: <laughs> I thought this was a very bad sign for up to that day the men had gone briskly and willingly about their business, but the very sight of the island had relaxed the cords of discipline. All the way in, Long John stood by the steersman and conned the ship. He knew the passage like the palm of his hand, and though the man in the chains got everywhere more water than was down in the chart, John never hesitated once. There's a strong scour with the ebb, he said, And this here passage has been dug out, in a manner of speaking, with a spade. We brought up just where the anchor was in the chart, about a third of a mile from each shore, the mainland on one side and Skeleton Island on the other. The bottom was clean sand. The plunge of our anchor sent up clouds of birds wheeling and crying over the woods, but in less than a minute they were down again. And all was once more silent. The place was entirely landlocked, buried in woods, the trees coming right down to high water mark, the shores mostly flat, and the hilltops standing round at a distance in a sort of amphitheatre, one here, one there. Two little rivers, or rather two swamps, emptied out into this pond, as you might call it, and the foliage round that part of the shore. Had a kind of poisonous brightness. From the ship, we could see nothing of the house or stockade, for they were quite buried among the trees. And if it had not been for the chart on the companion, we might have been the first that had ever anchored there since the island arose out of the seas. There was not a breath of air moving, nor a sound but that of the surf booming half a mile along the beaches and against the rocks outside. A peculiar, stagnant smell hung over the anchorage—a smell of sodden leaves and rotting tree trunks. I observed the doctor sniffing and sniffing, like someone tasting a bad egg.
0: <laughs> 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 Do you
1: sniff when you eat a bad
0: egg? A apparently. Maybe like you're the eating it and you're like, mm, "Is this? Is this? Uh, is this off? Wait, what? is this? Is this? Um, I suppose so. uh, yeah." I think eggs are normally quite easy to tell.
1: But to be fair, when you do hard-boil an egg, you do get that sort of sulphury smell, don't you? Yeah, it's true. I don't know about treasure, he said, but I'll stake my wig. There's fever here. If the conduct of the men had been alarming in the boat, it became truly threatening when they had come aboard. They lay about the deck, growling together in talk. The slightest order was received with a black look, and grudgingly and carelessly obeyed. Even the honest hands must have caught the infection, But there was not one man aboard to mend another. Mutiny, it was plain, hung over us like a thundercloud. And it was not only we of the cabin party who perceived the danger. Long John was hard at work, going from group to group, spending himself in good advice and as for example, no man could have shown a better. He fairly outstripped himself in willingness and civility. He was all smiles to everyone. If an order were given, John would be on his crutch in an instant, with the cheeriest, aye, aye, sir, in the world, and there was nothing else to do. He kept up one song after another as if to conceal the discontent of the rest. Of all the gloomy features of that gloomy afternoon, this obvious anxiety on the part of Long John appeared the worst. We held a council in the cabin. Sir, said the captain, if I risk another order, the whole ship'll come about our ears by the run. You see, sir, here it is. I get a rough answer, do I not? Well, if I speak back, pikes will be going in two shakes. "'If I don't, Silver will see there's something under that and the game's up. "'Now we've only one man to rely on.' "'And who is that?' asked the squire. "'Silver, sir,' returned the captain. "'He's as anxious as you and I to smother things up. "'This is a tiff. "'He'd soon talk him out of it if he had the chance. "'And what I propose to do is to give him the chance.' Let's allow the men an afternoon ashore. If they all go, why, we'll fight the ship. If they none of them go, well, then we hold the cabin and God defend the right. If some go, you mark my words, sir, Silver'll bring them aboard again as mild as lambs. It was so decided. Loaded pistols were served out to all the sure men, Hunter. Joyce and Redruth were taken into our confidence and received the news with less surprise and a better spirit than we had looked for. And then the captain went on deck and addressed the crew. My lads, he said, we've had a hot day and we're all tired and out of sorts. A turn ashore will hurt nobody. The boats are still in the water. You can take the gigs and as many as please may go ashore for the afternoon." I'll fire a gun half an hour before sundown. I believe the silly fellows must have thought they would break their shins over treasure as soon as they were landed, for they all came out of their skulks in a moment and gave a cheer that started the echo in a faraway hill and sent the birds once more flying and squalling round the anchorage. The captain was too bright to be in the way. He whipped out of sight in a moment. Leaving Silver to arrange the party, and I fancy it was as well he did so. Had he been on deck, he could no longer so much as have pretended not to understand the situation. It was as plain as day. Silver was the captain, and a mighty rebellious crew he had of it. The honest hands, as I was soon to see it proved that they were such on board, must have been very stupid fellows. Or rather, I suppose the truth was this. At all hands were disaffected by the example of the ringleaders, only some more, some less, and a few, being good fellows in the main, could neither be led nor driven any further. It is one thing to be idle and skulk, and quite another to take a ship and murder a number of innocent men. At last, however, the party was made up. Six fellows were to stay on board, and the remaining thirteen, including Silver, began to embark. Then it was that there came into my head the first of the mad notions that contributed so much to save our lives. If six men were left by silver, it was plain our party could not take and fight the ship, and since only six were left, it was equally plain that the cabin party had no present need of my assistance. It occurred to me at once to go ashore, In a jiffy, I had slipped over the side and curled up in the four sheets of the nearest boat, and almost at the same moment, she shoved off. No one took notice of me, only the bow oar saying, Is that you, Jim? Keep your head down. But Silver from the other boat looked sharply over and called out to know if that were me, and from that moment I began to regret what I had done, The crews raced for the beach, but the boat I was in, having some start and being at once the lighter and the better manned, shot far ahead of her consort, and the bow had struck among the shore-side trees, and I had caught a branch and swung myself out and plunged into the nearest thicket, while Silver and the rest were still a hundred yards behind. "'Jim! Jim!' I heard him shouting, but you may suppose I paid no heed jumping, ducking, and breaking through, I ran straight before my nose till I could run no longer. End of chapter. Yeah.
0: So is he just wanting like a merry day ashore? Yeah. Because he seems to be like, I thought he was jumping on the ships going like, oh, I might be able to do some reconnaissance here. I think he just... But he just seems to be like, yeah, I just want to get ashore and I'm going to run around. No, no I, I think going to get behind. first at the buffet please have cocktail sausages please get have
2: sausages yeah i think i guess he he's just, I he guess really he's just you know
1: showing his age a little bit he's being a little a little lad he is he just wants to run off some energy and yeah, climb he a tree just and, it off. He
2: was yeah. slagging it off five
1: minutes ago he's, i know he said he hated <laughs> everything about it and know he's running mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The- yeah mm-hmm. but it's
0: also just a bit weird because yeah he's like Oh, I know all these people who are going ashore are like the baddies. I'm going to go and join them. It's like, it's okay, so I thought you're going to spy on them, but then just to run ashore. It's a bit suspicious. Like, I he don't knows really see what the point it. is. Yeah, he's acting a bit weird. It's a bit
1: because he would and then ignoring John it doesn't, it doesn't, as well. Like it doesn't follow the suit
2: of like Long John Silver would imagine that because he's t- he's treating him really well that Jim would probably wait around and he'd probably like look up to him. So running yeah. away, you'd be like, I yeah.
1: got a second. Why is he running away from me?
0: Yeah, that's odd. That's out of here. I way. was supposed
1: to be teaching you how to hunt a goat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we've got a goat here, for goodness sake.
2: I don't know why he's done
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see if this is... Because, you know, we were saying, like, we're almost waiting for this powder keg to kind of explode. Maybe this thing of, you know, them being on the island, the other guys being on the ship might be the kind of line drawn between the two camps that kind of sparks yeah. the fighting now <clears throat> because obviously like the people on the ship have the upper hand because they have the ship they have the map and they can just leave whereas the people on the island like they're kind of stuck there and they don't have the ability to go and find the treasure or take it off the island but then obviously the people on the ship also can't dock currently while they're on the island so. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. No. weird to play for. I'm trying to work out what to guess.
1: Yeah. But I mean, since we're talking of guessing, I suppose it's probably a good time Mm. to play. Guess what the next chapter's called?
0: (laughs) Matthew? I'm going to go for something like The Standoff. Although, because Jim's gone running, it's probably like, like I caught a goat <laughs> or something is going to be <laughs> goat curry. Goat.
2: Well, it'll be in keeping Maybe. with the, you know, uh, culture, if we are to yeah, assume exactly. that's where they are, yeah. and not David, somewhere off the coast of Swansea. Um, Lost in the wilderness. There you go. <clears throat> Very good.
1: Lost he's running. He's
2: running into the thicket of the forest, and then he's like, oh, "I don't know where I am now." Because <laughs> yeah. it's a deep, deep, thick woods. He's going to get well, lost pretty quickly, isn't he.
1: I mean, he might, but you're wrong. Uh, the needle's oh. swinging clo- closer to Matt's uh, end of the. Oh, less said about uh, Matt's
2: end, the better. Thank you, <laughs> uh,
1: because <laughs> chapter fourteen is entitled, "The First Blow." Oh.
0: Oh yes okay so finally somebody makes a move something oh, gonna... i wonder
2: if they're gonna about time um, oh, i got, 14 chapters yes.
0: um, i wonder if they're gonna like
2: the pirates are gonna pick off people like one by one that sort of oh, I like, like, yeah. do it really slowly oh,
0: yeah.
2: because obviously that would be less suspicious than just going ah! and actually they, they they could probably lose because they might have less firepower whereas if they're doing it like that you could be like what i don't know I sent him off
0: to get firewood. Yeah. But then who who says it's the pirates who attack first? Maybe the cat Maybe it's the
1: like, indigenous polar bears of the island.
0: Launching cabins.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Um, I did actually look up the mutiny on the bounty because we were. Oh, yeah. A story of interest. Oh, yeah. Um, the islands are the Pitcairn Islands. And if you can imagine it, they are equidistant between New Zealand and the coast of the western coast of South America. So, they are considered to be the most remote, the most remote place on earth. But yeah, it's where the ancestors of the crew that took over this ship, the HMS Bounty, the, the ancestors all live there and they all have the same surname, like Fletcher is one. And people go there as like a sort of almost like a pilgrimage because they've got all these sites on the island where like there's this like rock that overlooks where Fletcher looked over and stuff. Um. The captain who got overthrown with his his own crew, Captain Bly, um, Bly. did actually make it back yeah. home, which is quite oh, a good right. story. So ah. I I've never actually read it, I just know it from my tour guiding. But I imagine I'm just looking a at a picture of Mr. William Bly thing right to read now. about. Um but it shows that it has happened. Like these things are not
0: conjecture. Yeah. Oh. Fletcher Christian was the bandwidth. Fletcher in that Christian, one. that's it.
2: Yeah, I, I thought his surname was mm. Fletcher, but yeah. these yeah, so these, are, these people, that, and they, they they use like the British Post and stuff, but they have a slightly Australian accent, and they live in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Wow. Like the, near, the nearest other country so is weird, French Polynesia, it? and that is about 1,000 miles away.
1: So
0: interesting. So there you go. Well, if you've got any thoughts or opinions on Mutiny, you can mm-hmm. message us at thelazybookhub at uh, Or if you just
2: want to congratulate me on just being really... Really bookish today on the podcast. You can do it on Twitter <laughs> at Lazy Book Club Pod.
1: Uh, yeah, or you can um, do some sketches like Louis. What's his face? Your version. Louis no, the the sketch man. What's <laughs> Louis, Reed.
0: Louis, Louis Reed? Louis Louis
1: Reed. Show us your version of Louis Reed's illustrations on Instagram at Lazy Book Club Pod.
0: We're also on Patreon. Where for the small fee of $3 a month. You get an extra episode and access to the videos as well. Otherwise, we will see you next week for Chapter 14. The first blow. Finally, somebody is getting shot. We'll see you then. Bye.